blessed morning to everyone. Can you greet the person next to you? A blessed morning. The psalmist tells us in Psalm 111, very easy to remember, Psalm 111, Praise the Lord, I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with His godly people in the congregation. 最喜的人在四篇一百十一篇，安尼讲：，恁要阿罗耶和华，我要在正人的大会中一心称谢耶和华。Let us now quiet our hearts to worship the one true God. Good morning. I'm so glad to see you all here today.、Um, before we start singing,、um, let's read this responsive reading together. Let's ask God to open the eyes of our heart. Open our ears to hear our word, your word. Open our eyes to see your presence. Open our arms to the embrace of community. Open our minds to the beauty of truth. Open our hearts to the joy of being with God. Let's all sing together. Your power. 
set the stars in their places in the heavens. The one alone who can calm 
the raging storms in our life. Who can compare to you? You who bring the morning light. The hope of all the earth is rest assured in your great love. When the evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. That's why as the morning wakes, we, your children, come together to give you praise. For you alone are magnificent. You alone are eternally wonderful, glorious, the Holy One, the God Most High. Nothing ever will compare to you. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. If we can only see all of this with our spiritual eyes, it should elicit true praise and worship from us. So Lord, may you give us wisdom to perceive you, the diligence to seek you, the patience to wait upon you, eyes to behold you, a heart to meditate upon you, and a life to proclaim you. Speak, O Lord, as we come before you this morning. Speak through your word to renew our mind. Teach us to be silent as we listen to you. And give us spiritual ears to hear and apply the truth. Just as we read together in the responsive reading, open our hearts to the joy of being with you. Open our minds to the beauty of your truth. Open our arms to the embrace of this community. Open our eyes to see your presence all around us. May this cause us to long to know you more, to desire to love you more, that we may draw deeper to you in faith, we shall receive from you as you minister from grace, for there is nothing too hard for you. So may you bring healing and deliverance. May you bring peace and joy as we keep still in your presence and wait upon you. Some of you, brothers and sisters, this morning, you may need help from God. You may need a miracle from him right now, financially, physically. Maybe you are tired, you're burnt out. Maybe there are problems, conflicts in your family, in relationships, even in your ministry. Maybe as you come here, you are struggling with worries and anxieties. Maybe you are going through a crisis. Or there are needs in your life right now. Why don't you just open the eyes of your heart and talk to God? Talk to God this very moment. Tell Him what you're going through. He understands everything and He cares about you.
the presence of the Lord is here. And where the presence of the Lord is, there is healing, there is freedom, there is joy, there is peace, there is deliverance. Father, you heard the cries of our heart, and you are the God who can. So we lay all our concerns before you. And we can pray this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, our friend. And in, this, in his name we pray. And all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I'm back with my partner again, Brother Thompson. Okay, I guess we are very familiar with them. We encounter rules everywhere we go. Traffic rules. Rules in school, workplace, rules even in the shopping mall, at the museum, government office, even inside our own house, there are household rules. Don't do this, don't do that, no to this, no to that. And one of the most common places that we find these rules is in a public swimming pool or in a resort. I found this set of pool rules in the internet. Though it is in a foreign language, they do have symbols, so that's good. Let's go through them. The first one, shower before you enter the pool. Then, adult supervision is required for kids. Next, don't throw your trash anywhere. Slippery when wet, so be careful. No swimming beyond the pool hours at night. No diving. Now, can anyone figure, figure out the next one? If you are covered with leprous sores or skin diseases or you have COVID, please don't go into the water and contaminate the pool. And the last one, no drinking or liquor in the pool area. These are kind of standard pool rules. 
Sometimes rules can be ridiculous, like this one. 有时阵哦，有一个规则个真荒谬，就亲像一个一个图图片。Hey, don't fart here. 啊，袂用直接打崩屁。But mostly, rules are there for a reason. 但是真真侪个情况下面，种规则个伊个存在是有原因呢。For instance, if it's just a three-foot pool. The no diving rule is necessary. Why? Because you may break your spinal column if you jump and hit your head at the bottom of the pool. 耶稣讲在一个三英尺宽的游泳池，袂用跳水这个规则是必要的，因为你那你那安尼创，可能会弄到你的头，还是甚至你的骨会折去。Children should be accompanied by their parents or adults, and no drinking while swimming. These rules all make sense. 比如讲说，儿童那边受罪必须都是一个成年人会陪同下面，还是袂用饮酒，跩规则是真有道理的。They make sense, especially if someone could drown, someone could even get killed. 因为那无跩规则，可能有人会饮酒醉，那无会啊，会人会得到危险。Rules are there for a reason. 规则的存在是有原因的。There are many people that don't like to follow rules because because they feel that it's some kind of a restriction. 真侪人无遵守跩啊规则，因为因感觉因家己受到限限制。However, rules are there for our good. 但是事实上呢，跩规则伫迄搭是因为，是为着咱个利益。Like traffic rules, they protect us from accidents. 比如讲，说交通的规则，伊是要避免咱拄到危险。Or they protect us from others, especially the drunk drivers. 啊，是保护咱啊，袂去拄到坏一个饮酒醉的车头。For if we don't have the rule of law that punishes criminal acts like murder or stealing, then you and I will be in danger of becoming victims of these crimes. 如果咱也无规则去刑罚怀拍死人诶，还是去偷窃而跩罪犯呢？那安尼咱有可能变做怀受害者。A world without rules, without law, is chaotic. That's why we need rules. 一个世界若无规则，安尼一个世界就会乱。所以，这个都是因为什么？咱需要规则的原因。We open our Bibles and we also see rules everywhere. 咱若拍开咱的圣经的时阵，咱会看到真侪所在过提到一个规啊律法。In fact, if you would just count them, just into the first five books of the Bible, what we call the Torah, the first five books, we already have 613 rules there. 卡苏讲说，咱拍开圣经的头五本册，就是多啦，即五本律法书的时阵，咱会看到有六百十三条。These 613 commandments are called the law of Moses. What is the purpose 
of not just the Ten Commandments, but all these other laws in the Bible. Okay, let me ask you, are Christians today still required to follow the Ten Commandments? Who says yes? Who says no? No one? Okay, we'll go into that later. Okay, so we will deal with, uh, are we required to follow all these Old Testament laws? Like, do you still, are we still required not to eat dinuguan? Who eats dinuguan here? Okay. <laughs> okay, stoned to death. <laughs> <laughs> because if you say you are under Ten Commandments, then you should also be under the penalty. Right? So if you believe that you are still under the Ten Commandments, then you should also undergo the penalty, which is capital punishment. So are we required to obey all these laws or just some of them? This year, our theme is, can we read together in English first? Our theme is, walk closely, live wisely. In Chinese, okay. What do rules have to do with walking closely with God and with living wisely as a Christ follower? To answer this, let us now look at the Ten Commandments. Many people, they regard the Ten Commandments as the fullness of man's responsibility towards God. That's why they think that if they keep the Ten Commandments, they will be saved. They can go to heaven. But this is not correct. Because the Ten Commandments are not the fullness of God's of man's responsibility towards God because they are just a portion of God's law that was given to Moses and the nation of Israel. The Ten Commandments were written on stone tablets by the very finger of God given to Moses at Mount Sinai. As you may have observed before, the Ten Commandments appeared twice in the Bible. Have you observed that? Twice? They were first given in Exodus chapter 20 to the first generation of Israelites that came out of Egypt. Uh, 
Then in Deuteronomy chapter 5, Moses would repeat this, okay? That's 40 years later, Moses would again repeat or rehearse the Ten Commandments in his farewell speech to the next generation, the new generation of Israelites who are about to enter the Promised Land. Hence, Deuteronomy. It means Deutero, second, and Nomos, law. Second law, or the second reading, or the second giving of the law. So, in which is Sing Bing Ki, Chikuo, Isi to Shikong Se, Te Di Pai, Go, Go, Get a Tiong Sin, Huat, a Chilut Huat. Let's look first at Exodus 20. Lanko Quatige, Sut Aikip Ki, a Ditapchung. Just before the Ten Commandments were given, you will find this verse, okay? I'll read it to you. And God spoke all these words I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt. Out of the land of slavery. So it I keep key the chapter is soon chakong set shong te one who te ite we kong se wa yao hua si dine shong te patwa chong din toa I keep to it chulai tui lo late a chike nya chulai. Okay, after that, God would now give the first commandment Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Shong te kong chiku we downy ito pan huat si chapyao kai. Notice the order here, okay? I want you to notice the order here. The Israelites have already been saved and now they are given the rules. Okay, let's read together. Rescue first, rules second. Rescue first, rules second. God had already delivered them out of Egypt before He gave them the Ten Commandments. He did not first give them the law, and if they obey, that's the time that He will rescue them. No. Because the order is rescue first, rules second. You are saved first, then because He saves us, we are now told to obey His commands. Many people get the order wrong. They thought that they should keep the Ten Commandments first, then they will be saved. Then they will go to heaven. That's the wrong order. Notice the first part. It says, I am the Lord your God. The commands were not given to establish a relationship. The relationship already existed. I am already the Lord your God. That's why relationship first, rules second. There's already a relationship before the rules were given. 
，所以因已经有建立彼个关系，所以地理则办法彼个规则。Who brought you out of Egypt? The commands were not given in order to deliver them or to rescue them. Deliverance had already taken place. 圣经告诉我，其讲说，上啊将恁带罗列中带出来，这个就是啊，这个将因带出来，因为因已经得救了。Rules first. Okay, or relationship first. Rescue first. Or relationship first before the rules. 规则规则啊，旧俗第一，规则第二。What is interesting is that this pattern or this order can also be seen in the New Testament. In the same way, Jesus came to rescue us first before he gave his teachings or his commands. 出比的是伫新约的时阵，上啊耶稣也是先来拯救咱。Many people feel that they have to try to keep the commandments first. They have to follow the rules to a certain point before God can accept them, before God can be pleased with them. So they made it rules first, rescue second. But that's not God's way. 真侪人认为讲说，因必须遵守上帝的跩啊命令呢，然后上帝才会拯救因。但是这个并不是上帝上帝的方式。I'll give you an example. 我好点这个例。When you plan to adopt a three-year-old three child into your family, what's the usual process? What do you do first? 比如讲说，你有计划要领养一个三岁囡仔？Okay, adoption. What do you do first in adoption? Do you first bring the child to your home for a couple of weeks to evaluate first if she knows how to follow the rules in your house? And if she doesn't know how to follow your rules, you return her to the orphanage. Is it not going to bring the child to your home for a couple of weeks? No, it's the other way around, right? You first finalize the adoption paper. You first bring the child into your home, and then, as part of the family, you now teach her the house rules and the way to behave as a family member. Now, 相反的，咱必须要行跩啊收养的文件。然后将一个囡仔带来厝内，正正做恁家庭的一份子。然后再加以跩家庭的跩规则。Rescue from the orphanage first, then rules come after. 你必须将伊带一个孤儿院带出来，然后再加以跩家庭的规则。Second observation: the Ten Commandments were only a part of the special covenant between God and Israel. 第二个观察就是讲说，这十条诫呢，并不是要和全人类人诶，这个是上帝甲以色列之间诶一个契约。The Ten Commandments were the terms, the terms and conditions of the covenant between God and Israel. 十条诫是这个契约诶一部分，就是因诶怀条件。So they were never originally intended for the whole humanity. 所以这个并不是要和全人类，只是要和以色列人。That's why when Moses rehearsed the Ten Commandments a second time in Deuteronomy chapter five, before he gives the Ten Commandments, he says, 
the Lord our God made a covenant with who? With us, the Israelites at Horeb. Horeb is also Mount Sinai. The Lord did not make this covenant with our ancestors, with our forefathers, but with us, with all of us who are alive here today in Mount Sinai. So, so Moses pointed out very clearly that the Ten Commandments, as well as all the 613 laws of Moses, were given to a specific and a select group of people, namely the nation of Israel. Now, if that's the case, are we Christians today under the Ten Commandments? Are we still under the Ten Commandments? Okay. This is a very tricky question. And uh, please don't stone me for my answer. My answer is no. The Bible says we are no longer under the law. Romans 6 verse 14 tells us, For sin shall no longer be your master, since you are not or no longer under the law, but you are now under grace. Now, we have to be very careful here. I want to define very clearly what this law is. Okay? We are no longer under the law. What is this law? So, this law is referring to the law of Moses. We are no longer under the law of Moses. The Ten Commandments are part of this law of Moses, all these 613 commandments. Colossians 2 verse 14 tells us that this law, this law of Moses has already been nailed with Jesus Christ on the cross. Romans chapter 7 verse 6 tells us we have been released from the law so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code. Another one, you can read at home. Second Corinthians chapter 3 and Matthew chapter 5 verse 17, they both remind us that the old law was already done away with. It was already abolished because it has already been perfectly fulfilled by Jesus Christ. 
哥林多后书三章，甲马太福音第五章，遐甲咱讲说，一个旧的路脱，就是摩西的路脱，已经毁掉了，因为伊已经和耶稣完美的实现了。And because the law was already perfectly fulfilled by Jesus Christ on the cross, God now looks at you and judges you not based on the law anymore. But based on what Jesus Christ has done on the cross, that's why we have the phrase "no longer under the law," meaning no longer under the condemnation of the law. Because the law has been fulfilled and completed, so God is looking at us and judging us not based on what we have done, but based on what Jesus Christ has done. That's why we now live under. We are no longer under the law of Moses. We are now under the law of Christ. We are now under the law of Christ. So, we are now under the law of Christ. We are now under the law of Christ. Okay. 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 Is written by the Holy Spirit in our hearts. Okay, it's no longer on the stone tablet. It's now written in our hearts. This Christ's lutfatni, not just in our head, but in our hearts, but in our hearts. So we are now no longer under the covenant between Israel and God. We are now under the new covenant between Christ and His Church. 咱无过再是伫以色列甲上帝之间的一个契约之下面，咱是伫啊，咱咱甲上帝之间的一个契约的下面。I know what you are thinking. You may be asking, does that mean I can now steal or murder or commit adultery? 你可能会想讲说，既然安尼安尼，我会做太郎，我会做逃脱，我会做通奸。Of course not. 当然唔是。Romans chapter six verse fifteen tells us, "Are we to sin because we are no longer under the law, but under grace? By no means." 当然唔是，因为伫罗马书六章十五节，遐提醒咱讲说，敢讲咱无伫律法之下，啊，咱就会做犯罪了吗 ？But the reason, okay, the reason why we don't steal, why we don't covet, why we don't murder today. It's not because the Ten Commandments prohibited them, but it is because they are commanded by Christ. So, in this Are repeated in the teachings of the New Testament by Jesus Christ, meaning all these moral laws in the New in the Old Testament in the Ten Commandments, all these laws are still applicable today because they are the teachings of Christ. 事实上呢，这十条诫有九条，在新约的时阵，各一摆提到，意思是讲说，咱有关适合这这这个十条诫其中的这九条。So let me repeat: We are still under the law of Christ. We are no longer under the law of Moses, but we are still under the law of Christ. So whatever the teachings of Christ is, is still applicable to us today. I'll explain this 
further later. So I go to the Pisces being to see Kongse, Lan Sweden, Botimose, Elotwati, Lan Yuguan City, Kito, Elotwati. But our reason not to steal, not to commit adultery, is not out of fear that we will go to hell, but out of our love for God and all those people around us. Tan Silan Boki Tao Tue, Lan Boki Tongan, Edi Yuping, Missy Kongse, Lan Kialo, Tegak, Naisi Ying, Wilan Xiong, Lan Tui Xiong Te, Kaplan Chiu, Wilang, Etian. Therefore, from a list that we keep out of fear of being punished, the Ten Commandments now become a way by which we show our love to God through obedience to His command. So, in we anelan sun shuti sabdiaukai, in we msikongse lan ki kia tsuai hienghuat, naisi in we lan tia siong te, so ilan to sun hok siong te e bing ding. Now, why did God give this law of Moses, these Ten Commandments, if he knew that today we will be no longer under the law. Why did God give the Israelites the Ten Commandments knowing that they would not be able to keep them or to ask plainly what is the purpose of giving the law? To answer this, I want you to look at this pattern. Okay. God first gave Adam and Eve the first divine command. And that is not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's the first command. Adam and Eve disobeyed and they faced the consequence. Then God chose Israel and gave them their first set of laws, the Ten Commandments. But the story right after the giving of the Ten Commandments is what? What's the immediate, the next story after the giving of the first Ten Commandments? The Israelites immediately broke the law by worshipping the golden calf. Then God would give more laws and Israel would again disobey. Some more laws, rebellion. Even more laws, rebellion. You start to see the point? No matter how many laws God would give, they would just continue to disobey and to break the law. This proved that Israel is no different from Adam and Eve. Just as Adam and Eve failed to live up to the standard set by God, so did Israel, and so did all of us humanity. 
就亲像阿东甲爸话，因无达到上帝设定嘅一个标准，以色列就安尼全人类也是安尼。All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, of the standard of God. 因为大家人拢犯罪，所以无达到上帝标准。So what's the point of the law when everybody just keeps breaking them? 既然大家人过无咧遵守跩律法，啊，这个意义阁是啥物呢？ It shows us that no matter what we do or how hard we try, we are incapable of following all the commands of God because of our sinful nature. 这都是咧，甲咱讲说，因为咱做的本性，无论咱多努力，要遵守上帝的命令，咱过无法通完全去实现。No one had, has, or will ever fully obey the law of God. 过去、现在、甚至是将来，无人有法通完全会遵守上帝的律法。The purpose of the law then is to point out to us how sinful we are, and thus our need for a savior. 因为律法的目的呢，就是要指出咱的罪，要让咱看起讲说，咱需要一个救助。That's why, okay, the purpose of the law is to point out how sinful we are. In Romans 3:20 says, "For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are." So, in the Romans, we can see that he says, "No one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are." So, in the Romans, we can see that he Okay. 在罗马书第七章第七节，听阿兰讲 ：“I would not have known sin except through the law。”如果那不是借着律法，我就唔知影什么是罪。So the Ten Commandments, including all the other 603 commands, they are there to reveal to us what sin is. That sin is missing God's standard. 所以，这个十条诫包括其他的六百零三条啊律法，其他是要甲咱讲说，咱有多有啊，咱咱的罪。So if it is not written in the Ten Commandments that you shall not steal, then you never know that stealing is a sin. 如果那是在律法那无第十条诫遐甲咱讲，咱根本唔知遐讲说，坏物件是唔对诶。The best way to illustrate this is using a mirror. How, who has a mirror here? Okay. When we sin, it's like getting dirt in your face that needs to be cleaned. We are not aware of the dirt until we look into the mirror. The mirror is the law. It points out our sin to us. But can a mirror clean the dirt in your face? Can a mirror clean the dirt in your face? Can a mirror clean your face? Okay, I hope the woman, the women here, okay, they love to look at the mirror. Uh, they would agree, okay, that a mirror cannot clean your face. So, this is a mirror. 
the mirror simply reveals the dirt to you so that you can do something about it, like washing it off with water. In the same way, the law cannot cleanse us of our sin. But it reveals sin to us so that we can go to Jesus Christ who can cleanse us of our sin. So is it right to get rid of the mirror? Is it right to get rid of the mirror? No, because if we remove the law, if we remove the mirror, we can no longer see our own sin and we would never see our need for Jesus Christ. So how dangerous it is to believe that we no longer need the law. Now, if the law is still important, which part of the law apply to us today? Uh, to answer this, there are two questions that we need to ask. Okay. Which part of the law applies to us? Two questions to us. Number one, is there a similar command or teaching in the New Testament? So is there a similar command that confirms the command in the Old Testament? Meaning, if you can find the same command repeated, then it still applies to us today. Second question to us. What kind of law is it? Is it a moral law, civil, or ceremonial law? Moral law deals with what is right or wrong, like stealing, lying, sexual immorality. These laws are still applicable today. Moral laws are still applicable today because they communicate or reflect God's character or nature. We don't steal because our God is just and righteous. And because we are like Him, we don't steal. And because God's character never changes, all these moral laws will never change. The second type, the ceremonial laws, deals with clean or unclean food, like eating dinuguan, what makes a person clean or unclean, which days are considered holy. Now, 
Notice these things have nothing to do with morality. Also, these laws were given to a specific group of people at a specific period of time. They were given to the Israelites when they came out of Egypt to set them apart from other people around them. Jesus Christ already fulfilled all these ceremonial laws. Thus, we are no longer under them. The third kind are the civil or the judicial laws. These are similar to our civil laws today. They designating what kind of punishment will be imposed if you break certain rules. These are also given specifically to the Israelites during their time. That's why they are no longer applicable today. That's why when you steal, okay, you will no longer be stoned to death. Let me summarize. Only the moral laws, okay, only the moral laws, okay, only the moral laws as well as those commands that are repeated in the New Testament are applicable to us today. The third purpose of the law is that it serves as our guardian or tutor. Galatians 3 tells us the law was our guardian or tutor until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. But now that this faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian or tutor. So, the Galatasu, the Sancho Yakalan concept, Lutwat, Silane, Kamholang, did Kao Yaso Kitoklai, Ilepo Holan, did Kaolan, Etre, Tonke, Sin Yong, Kapsiong, Te Ho Ho, Tan Tansian Tai, Tiki, Sin Yong, Hiking Lilo, Lan Boko, Silane, Kamholang. Among the ancient Greeks, the tutor or tutor or a guardian is like a schoolmaster who is responsible for looking after a male student because only the boys study at that time. They look after them until they reach manhood, after which the guardian or the tutor is no longer needed. <laughs> In the same way, the law, the law of Moses, including the Ten Commandments, were never meant to be a permanent teacher or schoolmaster, but rather it just pointed us to Christ, our ultimate teacher and schoolmaster. Lastly, God's law, just like our laws in society, are not meant to restrict us, 
but they are meant to protect us from ourselves and from others. Parents, to the parents, especially those who have three or four year olds, why do you need to have gates? Why do you need to have, to, to have gates or fences or walls around your house? Because you don't want your children to wander out and get killed by a car. The parameters are there not to restrict us, but to protect us. And why do you protect them? Because you love them. In the same way, God gave all these rules not to restrict us, but to guide and to protect us because He loves us. Okay, for instance, the law not to murder is meant to protect our life. The law not to commit adultery is meant to protect our marriages. I don't know if you noticed this before, but in the Ten Commandments, the first four commandments teach us about our relationship with God. Commandments 5 through 10 deal with our relationship with each other. When Jesus came, he simplified the Ten Commandments. He shows us that the Ten Commandments and even the whole Old Testament law can be summed up under, under these two principles. Okay. He shows us that all these Ten Commandments can actually be summed up by two commands, and that is to love God and to love your neighbor as yourself. Basically, what Jesus is saying is that you can fulfill all these Ten Commandments by loving God and by loving others. That's why the Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 13, verse 9, the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Okay? Commandments 5 to 10 can be summed up with just one command, love your neighbor as yourself. So Paul is saying here that the one who loves has fulfilled the law. 
，而且呾阿波罗是要讲说，伊个听已经实现了一个律法。Love is the fulfillment of the law。听将跩律法实现了。And Jesus came so that he can show us that it can be done。耶稣来就是要甲咱讲说，伊有法当做到。Where Israel failed, Jesus was able to love even his enemies unto death。如果一些的人失败了，但是耶稣有法通听上帝，也有法通听别人，甚至听伊的敌人。Let me end with this point。好，我以这个故事呃一点来做结束。When the Ten Commandments were given to the Israelites in Exodus, they were preceded by God's rescue. So rescue first, rules second. 第出埃及记。伫颁发这十条诫，以至于呢，上帝先救赎跩人，然后再互因跩改变。Then, in the second giving of the law in Deuteronomy, notice that what follows the Ten Commandments is the Shema, and the Shema is the "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and might." 伫新民记第二摆，从这个十十诫变颁发的时阵，请注意啊，这个是嘛啊，就是你要。真真心、真性、真意、真力，会听你的，你也花你的上帝。So what is God telling us here？ 所以，一搭上帝是要甲咱讲什么呢 ？Rescue first, rules second。拯救第一，规则，律法第二。And how do you fulfill? How do you fulfill those rules？ 你要怎啊实现跩律法呢 ？By loving the Lord your God and others。就是通过听上帝，甲听别人。So the rules can be fulfilled when the response of the rescue is right. That the response of the person who is rescued is love for the rescuer. 如果你那是用听去反映你得救了，这个是对的。Love is the motivation why we keep the Ten Commandments. 听就是为什么咱都遵守这十点诫。Love and obedience are connected. 听甲服从是连啊连做一下。That's why Jesus said in in John fourteen fifteen, "If you love me, you will obey my commandments." 所以伫约翰福音的时阵，遐有讲到，你若是听我，你就会遵守我的命令。As we learn to love God, we will learn to follow His commandments. 但当咱学着听上帝的时阵，咱就啊去学怎啊跟对伊。As such, following God's law becomes not a duty or an obligation, but it is a result of your love for Him. 遵守上帝的律法呢，并不是一个责任，乃是你对你对伊的听的一个结果。I love God. Therefore, I follow His law. 因为我听上帝，所以我必须遵守伊的法律法。How should a rescued people respond to the rescuer? 一个得救的人要怎啊去反啊去回应一个救伊的人 ？Answer is very simple. 答案是真简单呢。You love the rescuer. 你必须去听一个拯救你的人。If God rescued you from slavery, from the bondage of sin. From condemnation in hell, then your natural response would be to love him, and because you love him, you want to obey him. 如果上帝将你带落来，对对
罪恶对地业拯救出来，安尼你自然的反应就是都去听伊，因为已拯救了你。Let me end with this story、uh, from the print from the book The Princess Bride by William Goldman, from which the movie was based. 如果将这个 William Goldman 的这个一本册啊，《公主新娘》的一本册啊，做结束。There is this one line that lies within the entire story. It is spoken at the beginning and at the end of the story. The book is about a girl named Buttercup. And how she met a young man named Farm boy. Ah, he he just Farm boy works for her on the farm. That's all he ever says to her, as you wish. Ah, 每一摆伊的回应就是叫你所愿。As they grew older, Buttercup seems to like Farm Boy, but she wonders if he also likes her. 所以因长大了后呢，一个小一个 Buttercup 呢，感觉伊也听一个农夫。One day. As he is about to leave the room, ah, 一日呢，这个农夫要离开这个房间的时阵 ，Buttercup asks him to fetch her a pitcher of water, even though the pitcher is just beside her. Ah, 这个 Buttercup 呢，就要求这个农夫替伊提这这盆水，虽然这盆水由我当啊，伸手去提。很耳底喏，不放心。OK, farm boy walks over to her. Stares into her eyes, took the picture, and whispers, "As you wish." So, this farmer came up, took the picture, and whispered, "As you wish." In that moment, in that very moment, Buttercup realizes that every time farm boy would say, "As you wish," he's actually saying, "I love you." 所以，伫迄个时刻呢 ，Buttercup 一个人，伊才了解公说，每一摆一个农夫咧解公说，照你所愿，事实上是咧解公说，我听你。My friends, there is no greater expression of love than freely obeying the wishes and commands of the one you love. 无比自由的去服从你所爱的人的意愿，也是命令，搁较我当表达你对伊的听。Saying to God as you wish is the greatest expression of our love for Him. 对上帝讲，照你所愿是啊，咱对伊的听，第一好的表达。For if we truly love Him, if we truly love God, we will be willing to do everything that He commands us to do, even more than the Ten Commandments. 如果咱也是真正听伊呢，咱会愿意。Now let me ask you: By this measure, how much do you love God? 
如果问你按照这个标准呢，你有多听上帝 ？How willing are you to obey His commandments？ 你唔是唔是愿意服从伊嘅命令 ？Do your willingness show that you really love Him？ 你唔是是唔是愿意服从伊嘅命令呢 ？Let's pray。看来啥个祈祷？ Father, we thank you that today we are no longer under the condemnation of the law of Moses. That today you have freed us from all the restraints and the restrictions of the law. But Lord, we also thank you for what Jesus had done on the cross. That today we can be under grace. That today the old law of Moses has already been nailed to the cross, and today we are free to follow you because we love you, Lord. May we truly say to you as you wish, because by following your command, we are showing you that we love you. May this be our desire. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Brother Thompson. Job well done. Can we give him a round of applause? We'll now have the communion. Jesus has instructed his disciples to observe the Last Supper after he has gone back to heaven to prepare a place for them. In the same way, we are commanded to remember his death and resurrection through the communion. But, okay, I want you to hear this. We are doing this. We are observing the communion, not because we have to. This is not an obligation or a duty, but because we love him. After all that he has done for us on the cross, after rescuing us from our sins and shame and guilt, the only correct response, the only natural response is for us to love our rescuer, to love the one who rescued us. And because we love him, we partake of the bread and the cup as our expression of love to him. So as you reflect and as you partake, may you say to Jesus, your rescuer, may you whisper to him as you wish. Whatever he commands, you will obey. As a communion is a remembrance of what Christ has done on the cross for us, we ask that those who do not share this belief to please refrain from re receiving the communion first, that please take this time to reflect and pray, and hopefully you can receive Jesus Christ and be part of our communion someday. Second, communion is to be taken in a worthy manner, we ask that you first examine your heart and your relationship and make them right first before God. Let us take the communion in the proper spirit. Shall we pray? Lord, may you sanctify this moment. May our partaking of this bread and cup show how much we love you. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Join. 
request everyone to please stand anyone who does not have the elements yet father as you wish we love you 
，耶稣受卖一暝，伊提起饼来，嚼下就白开讲，这个是我身体为您放撒，您就安尼行，为着是纪念我，咱恭敬撒合来领受纪念主。耶稣提起杯来讲，这个杯是用我的血所立的新约。恁每一摆滴美食，就安尼行，伊就是纪念我。咱恭敬三合的领受纪念主。We'll now conclude with the Lord's Prayer. You can pray in English or Chinese according to your preference. 滚滴天嘞杯。愿你的名做圣，你的国降临，你的旨意在城在地顶，亲像在天顶。所得用的美牛，今仔日相属阮，赦免阮的罪，亲像阮赦免得罪阮的人。无得，让阮拄着试探，请求阮脱离歹，因为国权、荣光，拢是你的，直到代代，心情所愿。阿门。Please be seated. For some announcements, as there has been a rise in COVID cases, we'll continue to implement our safety protocols in the meantime for the safety of our Sunday school children who are mostly unvaccinated. We want to remind the parents as well as the yayas, the nannies, to bring their vaccination cards or to have a copy on their cell phones. Due to the success of our initial Engage Youth Fellowship Sports Hangout. There will be a repeat this July 16, Saturday from 2 to 5 p.m. at the Philippine Colombian. We will have limited slots, so interested youths as well as the parents who wish to register their teens, please get in touch with Pastors Danny and Jaya for reservations. Our next BISPRO event will be held on July 26, Tuesday at 8 p.m., still via Zoom. Sister Carolina Roa, the Chief Advancement Officer of International Care Ministry, will be the guest speaker. She will be sharing about the basics of corporate social responsibility. Next, you are under no obligation to give, but if it if it is your prayerful desire to worship and thank God through your offering, you can put your offering in our offertory boxes placed outside the main sanctuary. Please do so before or immediately after the service. If it is more convenient for you to give online, please kindly check out our Facebook page as to how you can give. If you want to be part of a discipleship group or a small group, you can contact any of our pastoral team members. We have small groups almost every night uh, for different groups, uh, even in Chinese, if you want.
Okay, for our flower offering today, uh, we thank uh, Brother Henry Ong Chan and Sister Pinky Ong Chan. Then, we have a Hienhui CEO, Zeng Heng Li, Tan Le Pyeong Hu Hu, Kabine Ke Tiang, Kam Un, Hienhui Nang Pun. Right now, we would like to welcome any first time attendees, first time visitors who join us. Uh, I would like to welcome Dr. Clarence. Okay, uh, thank you for joining us. Anyone else uh, who are with us for the first time? Please rise to be recognized. Okay, thank you for coming. Let us now rise for the benediction. May the love of our Lord Jesus Christ, the grace and the love of a Father, and the comfort and encouragement of the Holy Spirit be upon us all. Amen. Thank you for worshiping with us, both on-site and online. God bless your week. Remember, the best is yet to come. See you next week.